Greetings, everyone. You're tuned in to another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Rayshard Pinkney. I want you to get close and get your Bibles and follow me in the scripture. And let's have a conversation that matters. Hey, Rashad. Uh, who do I have? It's uh, Jeff. I'm well, sir. And it was good. So, I, you know, so I'm looking up know him. So it brings you looking me up what now? No, know him. I just used those two words no, on, on your okay. Bible lesson. And this coincides. This is John. Oh, know him, 14. know him. I'm sorry. Know him. I, I, I'm sorry. I got you. I, I, I was a little thrown off. Know him. Okay. Yes, sir. Go ahead. This is John fourteen seventeen. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But Hallelujah. he knows, for he dwelleth <laughs> with you and shall be in you. Woo! What a great scripture. See? Man, I, See it, look? I, I, great. I just thought it dovetailed with everything that you're doing, and that's all oh, I got man. right It's not important that you know me. Uh, My lesson tonight is entitled, Do You Know Him? (laughs) And uh, uh, this this is called Let's Talk Jesus. But if you don't know him, then uh, you probably you probably uh, on the wrong call tonight, because the him that I'm talking about is not me. It's not you. But the him that I'm referring to tonight, if anybody can help me. Uh, identify who I'm talking about tonight. You can definitely unmute your phone and tell me, but uh, who I'm talking about tonight is somebody that everybody ought to know. Sometimes you hear people sing a song, say everybody ought to know, amen, but I want to make sure that you know his name and know who I'm trying to uh, convince you to seek after. Uh, Jesus is his name. And that's what I want to teach tonight. Um, do you know him? And what I usually do is I usually uh, uh, start off with a, a prayer and may asking the Lord to meet us tonight. So if you would like to, you can uh, definitely participate in the prayer. Just a little quick word. Uh, Lord, we thank you tonight for allowing us to convene on this telephone Bible study. Uh, seeking to do a, a will, a work for you, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for the opportunity. We don't take anything for granted because uh, the ears that are here are here to hear what that said the Lord. And we ask you to speak to us and allow us to educate and to inspire, um, a study, amen, inspire those to believe in your word even more than they already. In um, these many blessings we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Um, I want to start off with the, the scripture. Um, like I say, the lesson is entitled, Do You Know Him? And the him that we're discussing is not Peter, James, or John. It's not Moses. It's not Noah. The name that we need to know, the person that we need to know, is Jesus Christ himself. Now, somebody might ask the question and say, uh, well, how do I get to know him? Uh, he's not here. He hasn't been here for a while. How do I get to know him? Um, 
I think back. I think back to one of the um, writers who spoke about uh, how he would not believe. He said, "I would not believe." One of the apostles that Jesus had chosen said, "He would not believe except he was able to put his hand in his side, except he was able to, uh, you know, touch where they they pierced him at." He said he wouldn't believe. Well, Jesus granted him that favor. Jesus did. He granted him that favor. But uh, in granting him that favor, he still gave a blessing to us that are here tonight. He said, blessed are they that have not seen and still believe. So that's what we're doing tonight. We, none of us here, and I can say that with, with full confidence, that none of us on this call tonight have seen or touched the body of Jesus Christ, the body, the body. I won't, I won't disrespect anybody and say that you didn't see him, amen, in his power and in his glory. But the body, I can assure you, you have not seen it. But there will be a day where you will see it. He said, for every eye shall see him, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I want to get into this uh, lesson. Um, please feel free to know that if you would like to stop me and ask questions, you are very welcome to do so. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get into this lesson. Uh, the scripture that I want to start off with, we're going to do some scripture jumping. But uh, the scripture that I want to start off with, we'll start in Matthews. And I believe I sent this out. Uh, we'll start off with Matthews 11 and 27. Matthew 11 and 27, and it says, All things are delivered unto me of my Father, and no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father, save, that word mean except, save the Son. And he, God of my feet, he had always got to give us <laughs> a, a hope because he, what Jesus was mentioning here, he left us out. He said, no man know uh, the son but the father. You and I are not the father. He said, but the son. Huh? <laughs> God of my. He said, and, and neither knoweth any man the father except the son. He said, and then, and whosoever the Son will reveal him. So that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. When it comes down to knowing Jesus Christ, when it comes down to knowing Jesus Christ as God, he got to be revealed to you. Uh, he got to be revealed to you. And, and, and the only way, before you get to uh, him being revealed to you, the only way that you come to know him, when you come to know Christ, you're going to have to uh, be introduced to him. You'll have to have seen him. You, you're with me today? So you have to, be, you have to have seen him. You have to be able to have identified with him in order to come to know him. You can't, even when it comes in a natural sense, you might see LeBron James, you might see the President of the United States on the television. And you might can identify their voice, and you might can identify, amen, when you see them, but 
You don't know them. To know a person is to know their character, to know their spirit. See, what you see on the TV is what they present to you. That's what they desire for you to see. But you don't know how he is at home. You don't know how he is at the job. You don't know these things. And this is what God, God actually wants us as a people to know him and to become intimate uh, in our relationship with him where we know him more. So the, the, the thing here says, and to whomsoever the Son will reveal him. Amen. So I want to go to the next scripture here. So in order for, in order for you to know Jesus Christ, which is the Son of God, in order for you to know him, God have to lead you to him. See, Jesus is the actual presence of God. Huh? Jesus is the actual existence of God. When Jesus, matter of fact, he said, when you seen me, he said, you have seen the Father. He is the express image of God. So if you want to know how God looked, then you had to look at his son. You had to see God in his son. Huh? And you can't even get to the son because the son, uh, out of mind, the son is the express image of God, but you can't even get to the image of God except the spirit of God from on high invites you to know this. And you don't stumble up on it. A lot of times people say, I'm going to start, you know, going to church. I'm going to start, um, you know, being, uh, you know, a follower of Christ. Or I'm going to be saved. Well, you can't do this. You cannot do this except God have a purpose for you. God have to actually, he, he have to allow you to find him. All right, all right. If I got any questions, you can always stop me. But he have to allow you to see him. There's no way for you to, to just say that you've seen God. God have to allow you to see him. You don't make a mistake in finding him either. He makes himself available to you. Good God of mine. I, I, want, I want to stay in Matthews. I want to stay in Matthew. Because Jesus just told us that no man can see uh, the Father. He said no man can know the Son except to whom he, uh, the Father will reveal it. Amen? So I want to go to the 16th chapter of Matthew. The 16th chapter of Matthew. I'll give you a little time to get there. It's in the same book, 16th chapter of Matthew. All right. Now let's go here to Matthew 16 and 13. 16 and 13. All right. I'm going to begin reading at verse 13. And it says, When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, Am. He said, who do men say that I am? Now listen to what people say. They say, they said, some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. <laughs> but look what Jesus asked them. He said, he said unto them, but, but means everything I just asked you, forget about it. So I asked you, who do they say I am? But now I'm talking to people that follow me. Now he's talking to people that are his disciples. He's talking to men that claim, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. He said, but who say ye that I am? 
Call to mind. Now, before we read this next verse, because the next verse is going to tell you who actually spoke out, uh, I'd like for you to know that Jesus was talking uh, to his disciples. The scripture said he asked his disciples with an S on the end. He wasn't just talking to one of them. He was talking to all of them. And um, Jesus had more than 12 disciples, but he had 12 disciples that he uh, were training to be an apostle. But Jesus had more than 12 disciples. But he asked them, who do men say that I am? And then he turned around and said, who do you say that I am? And we're going to read one person speaking out. Good God of mine. I don't know if he was talking to the 70. I don't know if he was talking just to the 12. But I do know that he was talking to more than one of his disciples. But only one of them was able to come back and tell what he asked. And give an answer to what he asked. It said in verse 16, it said, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Good God of mine. I would deal with that in a little bit. But he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, now Peter uh, was called by Jesus. He was handpicked by Jesus Christ. Handpicked. So was all the other 12 uh, apostles, the other 11. They were handpicked by Jesus Christ to be his apostles. He came and he picked some up from up under a tree. They were sitting up under a tree. I believe it was uh, Philip that was sitting up under a tree. And he said, Philip, he said, I saw you. Uh, he said, I saw you. Before, before I even come over here to this tree, he said, I already saw you. Uh, and I want you to be a follower of me. He went to uh, 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 the, a boat. He went to the boat of a, of a uh, uh, young man that was with their father. They was uh, on their father's ship. And they actually walked off of their father's ship to follow Jesus. Um, the sons of Zebedee. They walked off of his ship to follow after Jesus. God of mine. It had to be something about him that they would just walk off from their father's uh, occupation. They would just walk off and go and follow another man. It had to be something. It had to be. But he said, who do you say that I am? And none of these people were able, good God of mine, none of them was able to speak up. None of them was able to speak up. There was only one that, 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 that I got here written that say, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Verse 17 say, And Jesus answered and said unto him, He said, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, son of Jonah, is what Bar-Jonah means. He said, For flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee. But my father, <laughs> he said, but my father, which is in heaven. Huh? So uh, even tonight, I'm teaching you tonight, uh, do you know him? My purpose tonight of teaching you this is not that you would know him tonight, but the fact that he teaches you this is to let you know that you need to know him. Because the scripture teaches that one man planted. The scripture teaches that one man waters. He said, but God has to give the increase. So then, even though my physical body, that's why Jesus told him flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. My physical body, my physical voice is speaking over this phone to tell you 
that you need to know Jesus Christ. But I can't make you know him because God has to give you an invitation. That's what the revelation is. That revelation that he gives is an invitation by God to let you know who he really is. And I'm just here to tell you that you need to know him. God, I'm here to tell you that if you don't know him, you need to know him. Huh? As bad as I would want to make sure that when I get off this call that you know more about God than you do, I can't promise you that. All I can promise you is to give you the information. But in order for you to actually know him, this is what I point I want to make. The, the, the way that you're going to know that you actually know Christ, the way that you're going to actually know is that you receive his spirit. Huh? The spirit of Christ, which is the Bible called it the Holy Ghost, the spirit of Christ is the way that you come to know him. Huh? The last scripture we just read, is they, is they take my yoke upon you and learn of me. The way you're going to get to know him is you're going to have to receive his spirit. And God's spirit is the thing that allows you to get to know him. Huh? And, and, and if I don't have any questions, I want, I want to just share with you, I want to share with you that in order to receive God's spirit, you're going to have to obey the instructions to receive his spirit. See, there's a lot of people that want to receive the spirit, but if you don't do the instructions to get the spirit, then you won't have it. And then if you don't have the spirit, then you won't know him. God of mine. He, he, the reason God is revealing himself unto you, and the word reveal means he's going to make manifest. The reason he's making manifest unto you who he is because he wants you to know him. And the way that you come to know God is to have God by his spirit. I pray, I pray you're understanding what I'm telling you today. Um, I pray you understand what I'm telling you. I want to I go a little further in this lesson. I'm going to come back to Peter there, but I want to go to John. If you're following me, keep following me. John 4. And, I, and the reason I'm focused so much on this spirit thing, we're going to talk about this right now. We're going to jump ahead in the story, and then I'm going to come back. Okay, we're going to jump ahead in this story, which is the woman at the well, which is some familiar scripture. And then I'm going to come back and tell you uh, what I need to talk to you about. But the way that you get to know God or the way that God knows you is by his spirit. For the scripture teaches that they that have not the spirit of Christ, he said, you're none of him. God of mine. He said, if you don't have the spirit of Christ, he said, you are none of him. Any, any child that don't have their father's DNA, I don't care how much the mother try to put it on him, that's not the man child. So then God is the same way. He said, if you don't have my spirit, he said, you're none of mine. Huh? And the spirit is your connection to God. Uh, so why am I dwelling on the Spirit so much? It's because this is how you are connected to Him. Go to John 4 and 24. I want to show you why the Spirit is so important. He said, they that have not my Spirit is none of mine. Huh? But 4 and 24, listen to what it says. Matter of fact, let's go, let's go to verse 23 first. No, let's go to 22 first. 4 and 22. Thank John. 4 and 22. It says, ye worship, ye know not what. 
we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father, the God Almighty, in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Uh, before I read verse 24, that's why I'm talking about the Spirit so much. God is looking for a true worshiper. And a true worshiper is only identified not by how good they can sing. A lot of people think a true worshiper, oh, he can sing, oh, they can sing, oh, the choir was good. That don't identify you as a true worshiper. A true worshiper is not good uh, just skillfully speaking, just because you can speak so skillfully. Paul said, I come not uh, with enticing words, amen, as man speak. He said, but I'm coming with the demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost. So I want to tell you today that it's not by what you call good that is a true worshiper. What identifies you as a true worshiper is that you have spirit of truth. Um, somebody said, how you say the spirit of truth? He, he, Jesus said the spirit and truth, but I want to tell you that the spirit is the spirit of truth. I'm going to give it a minute to see if somebody got something on that. I, 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 I'm telling you that the spirit is the spirit of truth. You can have a spirit uh, of speaking in tongue. It can be a great sound to people. It can be a great uh, sight to see for people. But if it's not in the spirit of truth, then it's not of God. God is seeking for a true worshiper in spirit. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the spirit of a person. He's looking for that spirit to be a true spirit. Huh? Uh, I'm reading. You ain't got to come here, but I'm going to show you why, why I call... Um, that spirit, because he said, uh, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. I'm going to tell you why I call this the spirit of truth. I'm, I'm skipping over to 1 John 4 and uh, 1. 1 John 4 and 1. You ain't got to go here, but I'm, I'm, I'm reading it so you can study it later on when you get off the phone with me. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Hereby, this is the verse I want. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Everyone that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, God is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. God, my, uh, are, you, are you here? He said, this is the spirit of Antichrist. He said, wherefore ye have heard that it should come. Even now already is it in the world. So this is how you're going to know uh, the spirit of truth. He said, don't believe every spirit. He said, because every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, he said, that spirit is of God. He said, but if they don't confess that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, he said, it's not of God. So this is how you can identify. I want to get back to the spirit now. This is how you can identify whether this spirit is the spirit of truth 
if it don't acknowledge Jesus as being Christ, if it don't acknowledge Jesus as being the Savior, huh? This, this is point blank and period. It, it, if it don't acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Savior, he said it's not of God. It's a lot of things that people like to do in order to make themselves be saved. And, uh, and I hope you can join me on another session of Let's Talk Jesus because I teach on salvation and I teach you what the scripture teaches about salvation. I'm not getting into it tonight, but what I'm teaching you tonight is how to identify this true worshiper, how to identify if you are connected with God. Because the spirit of truth is the way that you know that you're connected with God. I want, I want, I want you to look at verse 4 and 7. 1 John 4 and 7. It says, Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Huh? So there are only two spirits. You got the spirit of evil and you got the spirit of good. You got the spirit of truth and you got the spirit of a lie. He said, hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. I got a few more minutes before we out of here. So I'm just telling you today that if you want to know if you're a true worshiper, if you want to know if you're connected with God, then you've got to identify if your spirit is the spirit of truth. Huh? And the spirit of truth is the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm going to teach you about the Holy Ghost another time, but I just wanted to show, I just want to identify the pieces that you need in order to be a true worshiper. I want you to identify the pieces that you need in order to know who God is. Because the question tonight is, do you know him? And if you don't have his spirit, then you can't know him. Huh? The, uh, the, the scripture, and we ain't got to go to it, but you knock, you knock this down for yourself. 1 Corinthians 12 and 3 say that nobody could, God Almighty, that have the Spirit can say Jesus is a curse. Ain't nobody that got the Spirit can say that Jesus Christ ain't the Savior. Ain't nobody that got the Holy Ghost, and ain't nobody that's connected with God the Father can say Jesus Christ ain't the reason for us having life today. But he said if anybody say that Jesus is Lord, he say it's because if you had your Bible open, you would have known what the scripture said. He said, if anybody can say that Jesus is Lord, he said it'll be by the Holy Ghost. So this is why I'm teaching you about the Spirit tonight. This is why I'm telling you about the Spirit of God. Because uh, John 4 and 24, I'm back, I'm back where we started at. John 4 and 24 say, for God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him. Y'all don't see me here tonight. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in order for you to really be worshiping God, I, I, I hear your good music. A lot of churches have good music. I hear your good music. I hear y'all singing so beautifully. But if you're not worshiping God in spirit of truth, then you're not worshiping him. You're worshiping them. But you're not worshiping him. And I believe, like Jesus told the devil, uh, him alone shall I serve. We, we only serve one God here at Let's Talk Jesus. And, 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 and anybody that's a believer of Jesus Christ, we only serve one God. He said, him alone shall we serve. Huh? So 
So I'm about to close with I'm about to close on the scripture here today, but I want you to know that in order to be a true worshiper, in order to be united with Christ, in order to have Christ living inside of you, you're going to have to have the spirit of truth. And the spirit of truth have to come from the word of truth. If you're listening to lies, you don't get truth if you're listening to lies. I would go into some of the lies that that, that people listen to, but that's, that that this I don't want to. I like to keep my uh, I like to keep my sessions separate. This lie that people believe is keeping you disconnected from God. But my job today is to just show you and identify whether you accept it. That's not my job. My job is just to put it on record that you need the Spirit of Truth, you which is the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost in order to be a true worshiper, in order to know Him. Amen, amen. So let's read this so we can get out of here tonight. I won't hold you. I'm thankful for the few that call. Uh, uh, we, we're looking for more to call in uh, next time. We we have some promises, but we 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 thank God for you. I teach like it's a thousand every time. John, I want to go back to John, this woman at the well. I want to go back to John 4 and 10, the 10th verse. So we know that God is a spirit, and we know that we need the spirit in order to be a uh, to be known by God and to know God. We need the Spirit. Um, but this woman at the well, she did not have, amen, the Spirit of God. And so she was actually saying to Jesus in the ninth verse, she said, how is it that thou being a Jew as drink of me? Jesus had decided to go through Samaria, uh, and he left his disciples behind. Amen. When you come to do a work for the law, sometimes you can't take everybody with you. Sometimes you have to leave some people behind because they might be a distraction more than an encouragement. And even Jesus, our Savior, our law, our example, he didn't take his disciples with him to go. God am I. I just told you there was only one man that uh, said that I know who you are. There was only one man that said, Thou art the Christ, Son of a living God. He had a revelation. Huh? He had a revelation about who Jesus was. But even Jesus didn't take him to go through Samaria. He said, I must needs go through Samaria. He was weary on his journey, so he stopped at a well. And a woman come there that had known several different men. And she come to that well and met Jesus. Amen. And when she came to that well and met Jesus, Jesus started talking to her. And she said, You being a Jew... How is it that you ask me of a drink? Huh? He said the Jews don't have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus in the 10th verse, this is what I want you to know here today. That's what I'm going to leave you with today as we close. Jesus answered and said unto her, I'm saying this to whoever on my call tonight and whoever might listen to it at another time. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. <laughs> Amen. Uh, this woman obviously didn't know who Jesus was, so she was not able to ask him for this drink. Uh, but if you read further down, she come to know who Jesus was. And I'm going to tell you how she came to trust his word, because she said, this man told me everything that I ever done. I'm here to tell you that if you ever want to have Jesus 
reveal himself to you. If you ever want him to really introduce himself to you, he going to do it through an experience in your life. He going he gonna to bring an experience in your life that you'll be able to know that that was Jesus and not you. That that was Jesus and not them. Huh? Uh, I heard a saying say, when you see God, you will see yourself. Huh? When you see Jesus, you will see yourself. Huh? So this woman was able to go back through her city. I'm not going to read it, but you can read it. Uh, later on, as she kept talking to Jesus, she was able to go through her city and tell people, tell men in all the town, come see a man. Uh, and the reason she was able to tell them, come see a man, is because she had done, got told about her life. Jesus had done told her about her life. Huh? And that's what he do if you'll sit down and let the word find you. He'll show you some things about your life that's not pleasing to God. And when you see it, you won't fight it. When you see it, you won't sit up here and say, oh, it's because of them and it's because of him and it's because of her. When you see the things in your life that don't line up to the word that God left on record, which is the scripture, then you'll say, like Isaiah said, woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips. Huh? Isaiah said, in the year that King Uzziah died, he said, I saw the law. God of mine. And that's my purpose tonight. I can't make you see him tonight because Jesus told Peter, he said, flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you. He said, but my father. Huh? So my job is not to show him to you tonight, but my job is to tell you that you need to know him. And what I want to leave you with tonight, he said, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and you shall find. He said, knock, and the door shall be opened. A-S-K, ask, seek, knock. And if you do that, the scripture tell me that in Matthew 77, 2 verse 8, the scripture tell me that if you do that, if you A-S-K, if you act, seek not, he said he'll reveal himself to you. He'll show himself to you. And after he reveals himself to you, you in line to receive the Holy Ghost. You don't get the Holy Ghost when he reveals himself to you. No, Peter didn't get the Holy Ghost right then. You get the Holy Ghost after you obey the instructions of God. And I, I encourage you to come back another time and I'll talk more about the instructions of God that allows you to get the Holy Ghost. But my job tonight is to tell you that you need the Holy Ghost in order to know him. So I'm going to leave you. Uh, it, the time is now 8.38 p.m. I don't believe I held you too long tonight. Um, if you have any questions um, that you might want to share right now, you can open your phone and do it. Or if you want to email me, the email is letstalkjesus at hotmail.com, and I'll take your questions through there, and, and I'll get back with you with an answer if God will. Um, we're going to open the floor up for a few seconds and see if we have any questions, any comments, any concerns, and we look forward to speaking with you again. There you have it. You just heard another session of Let's Talk Jesus. I'm Ray Shot, and if you would like to hear these sessions live and in person, email me at letstalkjesus at hotmail.com. Until next time, stay blessed.